two new IRS rules on Roth 401ks and cryptos you may have missed. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. And on today's Adam Talks, been a busy summer, right? Getting to September, in September, school starting, work's getting serious again. And probably, more likely than not, you had better things to do towards the end of the summer. Through Labor Day weekend, worried about two new IRS rules, one proposed and one rule on Roth 401ks and cryptos that you probably missed, right? You got better stuff to do. You're probably at the beach or at the lake, fishing, swimming, doing something fun. And that's my job to keep you in the loop on anything and everything involving the IRS, IRAs, cryptos, alternative assets. So let's start with August 25th, 2023, the IRS announced in IRS notice 2023-62 that the catch-up contribution rule starting in 24 that was going to allow 401ks or force 401ks for participants over the age of 50 to force them to make the catch-up in Roth. Okay. What's the catch-up? So for example, in 2023, if you're under 50, you can put in 22,500. If you're over 50, it's $30,000. So that difference, that 60, well, $7,500 is in pre-tax. Well, this new rule in the Secure Act 2.0, which was passed at the end of 2022, is going to force people to make 401k catch-up contributions if they're over 50 in Roth. Okay, why? Because clearly the IRS wants to limit tax deductions. So they're saying, okay, we'll let you put extra money in if you're over 50, but it's going to have to be Roth, not pre-tax, because we want to limit people's ability to take tax deductions. Because guess what? We need a lot of money. We're spending money on Ukraine. We're spending money on getting our climate, fixing the inflation issue, fixing all the problems our country has, um, including problems that may or may not exist. And we need extra money. So the way to get some extra money is increase taxes and you increase tax revenue by limiting deductions. So this rule is supposed to go into effect 2024. Again, people over 50, 401k, the catch-up contribution would have to be in Roth. They decided to push this rule to 2026. Why? Because no one was ready for this. Um, they only gave people a year to prepare. A lot of 401ks only have Roth options. Um, it's going to take a lot of time to get software, procedures, policies in place to allow people to do this. Payroll, it's a big mess. So to give people one year was crazy to begin with. And this was a complaint many, many tax professionals had. Thankfully, the IRS listened, and they're going to push this until 2026. So starting in 26, anyone over 50, um, doing a 401k catch-up contribution, going from whatever the number will be at that point, that catch-up contribution will have to be in Roth, um, not pre-tax. Okay, so we got a couple of years to figure this rule out. Maybe they'll extend it. Maybe they'll end up canceling the rule. Who knows? But they're kind of kicking the can because no one was really ready for it. So that's a rule you probably didn't realize. Um, there are a lot better things going on, maybe watching Little League World Series or NFL starting or basketball world championships or whatever. There's better stuff to do than worry about catch-up contributions. So I got you. The second one on cryptos 
is a proposed rule. And it's an interesting rule because it's basically a proposed rule and they're, they're still seeking public comments, okay? But what they're trying to do is force dealers in crypto, so cryptocurrency exchanges, payment processors, um, really anyone that deals with cryptocurrencies, um, including DeFi exchanges. So centralized exchanges like Coinbase or Bitstamp, DeFi payment processors, brokers, anyone who's dealing in cryptocurrency, they are forcing them to start reporting on the crypto transactions. And this will start in 2026. So this is a proposed rule. Okay. This is something that the IRS uh, Congress has been focused on. They feel like there's over $20 billion in missed tax revenue uh, for people underreporting cryptos. So they're already requiring exchanges to provide 1099s. Now they want to provide even more information, more requirements to not just centralized exchanges, payment processors, and also DeFi exchanges, which actually could destroy the DeFi industry. And the DeFi industry was surprised. I don't think they expected this. The centralized exchanges, they're equipped to handle this. They already have reporting um, requirements. They already have infrastructure to handle this. These new rules will basically just force more information to be provided to the IRS and also to the taxpayer. So the way they're kind of couching this is, hey, yeah, there's more information that we want to see, but you know what? It's also going to help individual taxpayers because they're going to a more detailed picture of what their tax exposure is or what their tax liability um, is. So this, again, goes squarely to the intent of the um, government to give the IRS more power to crack down on crypto uh, tax sheets. So it's going to be very interesting how this applies to DeFi exchanges. DeFi exchanges right now literally do not provide any data or information to the IRS. Most of the um, tax evasion is believed to happen in DeFi, where an exchange essentially is decentralized. It just matches buyers and sellers, and um, it doesn't actually do KYCs. It doesn't actually um, step in the middle and, and broker the transaction. It basically just kind of connects people. Um, and and th this proposed rule can really impact um, the uh, DeFi industry. So. The interesting thing, again, is, and I wrote a blog about this, is I really think this is going to help the IRA, self-directed IRA industry, because people, individual investors, um, no one wants to have the IRS over their shoulders, over their backs. And the IRS is focused on cryptos, okay? This is where their focus is. They want to crack down on this. They feel there's billions of dollars being taken away from them, and they want it, and they feel like it's low-hanging fruit. And once they get these reports are gonna be able to just crack down and go after people. So what I believe will happen is people are gonna say, oh, I can buy this in an IRA or 401k and mostly an IRA. Um, yeah, I'll just do it there. This way I have no risk, right? I don't have to worry about the IRS. I don't have to worry about short-term capital gains, long-term capital gains. I don't have to worry about basis, holding period. It's all tax-free. Whether I hold the Bitcoin for a day, a month, a year, 10 years, it's all tax-free. And when you, add the fact that cryptos generally has a long-term horizon outlook, right? Most people believe that the growth in cryptos will not be today, will be in the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And since an IRA is 
typically a long-term investment, right? People save in an IRA for their retirement down the road, 20, 30, 40 years down the road. The, the strategy for IRA investing seems to mesh very well with crypto investing. So I just think you're going to see a big surge of people moving to IRAs to get around the IRS um, focus, IRS uh, scrutiny, and just say, you know what? I'll just do it in my retirement account. It's a long-term play. It's risky. If I lose it, um, I'm just going to take a small chunk. And this way, I don't have to deal with IRS reporting. My accountant's charging me all this money because they have to go through all this data, whether it's a Schedule D on the 1040, which has to be prepared if you buy and sell cryptos personally. And now there'll be extra reports in 2026 um, that will be provided to the taxpayer. And especially for traders, they're, they're trading quicker than 12 months, where they'll have to pay ordinary income tax, short-term capital gains treatment on those trades. Might as well do it in an IRA where you can defer tax, or if you do it in a Roth IRA, it will be tax-free. So I do expect the IRA um, industry to grow significantly uh, by the use of crypto investors, realizing that, hey, I might as well just do this in an IRA. I don't have to deal with taxes and all the complexity of holding periods, basis, short-term capital, long-term, FIFO, LIFO, which process do I use for determining uh, my gains, first in, first out, last in, first out. Um, so it just makes things much easier. And there's always strategies to um, you know, get some of that money out. If it's a Roth IRA, you can always get the amount you contributed out at any time. But if you wait till you're 59 and a half and the Roth's been open five years, um, it would, you can pull out whatever you want tax-free too. So that's my prediction. Um, I think you're just going to see more and more um, congressional Senate uh, focus on cryptos. The IRS is pushing, Treasury is pushing. They feel like there's many billions of dollars left on the table that they can just grab low-hanging fruit uh, from you and I, that if they force um, exchanges, brokers, payment processors to report, they're going to crack down these cheats, tax cheaters, because they're going to realize they're going to get caught and it's going to um, increase compliance and, and generate more revenue for the government, which is their business. That's what they want to do. So there it is. Um, those are the two rules you probably missed out in the last couple of weeks when you're hopefully enjoying the end of your summer. Um, and hopefully this podcast um, gave you all the info you need on the Roth catch-up, which is now being pushed out to 2026. So you can still do pre-tax if you are catching up over 50, 22.5 to 30 or whatever it is next year or the year after. And now um, for cryptocurrency, if you're a crypto investor, note that in 26 for the 25 year, the IRS is going to get a lot more information on what you're doing. And it's going to actually force decentralized exchanges, assuming this proposed rule gets passed, from also providing that information. So using a DeFi exchange may not um, be your worst solution. And you should be on the lookout and be aware that uh, using a DeFi platform will still require you to pay taxes because the reporting will be done and the IRS uh, will have that data at their fingertips. So thanks for uh, hanging out today. I appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. It's a weekly podcast. It drops generally every Wednesday. Uh, we try to stay on a schedule. I've been doing this oof, over five years um, and it's, it's just so much fun. So thanks for all the support. You guys are really, really, truly awesome. And I really, really appreciate it. So have an amazing rest of your day and I hope to see everyone again next week. Take care and uh, be well.